Hello and welcome to another episode of the Let's Plan Your Wedding podcast. I'm your host, Danny C. with Danny Wedding Planning, and today we're going to talk about what weddings cost. While a quick internet search can give you some general data points and even a ton of what I think are not super helpful articles about how to save money, today what we're going to do is look at some numbers and apply those in an easy equation in order to discover what a realistic wedding budget is for you based on your area. Welcome, let's dive in. Let's talk data. The Knotts 2020 Real Wedding Study found that the national average cost of a wedding last year was $19,000. If that sounds like a lot, just wait until you hear the state breakdowns. A survey from Value Penguin broke down the averages even further, saying that many of the most expensive states, four out of the top five, were on the East Coast, with California and Hawaii as the only two out of the top ten most expensive states for weddings to be west of the Mississippi. Massachusetts was the most expensive, with their average wedding cost of $30,489. California, my home state, was the eighth most expensive, at $26,049. Drilling into my area even further in Santa Cruz, the average in 2020 was $30,724. But 2020 was a bad year for data. Spending was down and the number of weddings were down, so the data was less reliable. The Value Penguin estimates that people spent on average $10,000 less in 2020 than they did to 2019. So those numbers might be on the low side. Well, that's what people spent, but what do weddings actually cost? The short answer, as much as you're willing to spend. Anywhere from $100 to hundreds of thousands of dollars. Because averages can be deceiving. More elaborate, expensive weddings might skew the numbers, and weddings can take all shapes and formats from multi-day, all-inclusive vacations for hundreds of your closest family and friends, to humble private dinners or a quick trip to the courthouse. More helpful, perhaps, than looking at what others have chosen to spend, let's talk about how to ballpark a realistic wedding budget for you. In that same Value Penguin article, it quantified the most expensive items in a wedding, with number one by and large being venue rental, including all rental and necessities and catering food and beverage. And that average national cost in 2020 was $13,336. The second most expensive item, the engagement ring, was $5,024. I mean, looking at the disparity between those two numbers, I think we can already see that that venue is really going to be the most expensive part of your wedding. And that's going to be a huge indication of how expensive the overall wedding is going to be. The third most expensive item, in case you were wondering, was music or like a music band at the wedding at $3,263. A photographer was the next most expensive at $2,117, and florist and decor was next at $1,764. So going back to that venue cost, if you're planning a wedding, the most helpful way to predict your overall budget is to start by researching venues. Let's look at a use case that I thought was super interesting. I did a deep dive on a Reddit page called Big Budget Brides, and there was a post from a woman who wanted to know if the following prices were normal. The post was from May 2021, and it was a venue called Nestledown in Los Gatos, California. She said for a wedding from Friday through Sunday, they quoted her $26,000 for nine hours. But if she had her wedding on Monday through Thursday, it was going to be $17,000. The package came with an on-site coordinator, tables and chairs, and other amenities and perks, even a place to stay for the couple that night but no food or alcohol. 
There was a response on this thread that I thought was super helpful. I'm going to read it verbatim. It said, you should plan to spend about half your budget on venue plus catering plus drinks. So if that price doesn't include food or booze and your budget is less than $50,000, it doesn't seem like a good choice for you. I love that. I think that example is on the high side. It would require a couple that's willing to spend seventy dollars to $100,000 all in because it didn't include food and it might have not even included all of the rentals she was going to need. So it's so important to ballpark your budget before locking into a venue. And the best way to do that is to use that equation mentioned. Venue plus rentals plus catering. And I'm including food and alcohol in that catering package. That is going to equal half of your wedding budget. So venue plus rentals plus catering times two equals your wedding budget. Other venues are going to offer catering and in some cases even require it. And that might be more of that big number you're seeing, like twenty dollars to $30,000. Sometimes I've even seen them say they're waiving their $5,000 property fee, but they're requiring a minimum spending for their catering. These venues have a format of having this bigger, more all-inclusive number that includes things like parking, restrooms, on-site coordinators, seating, heat lamps, umbrellas, bars, staffing. So it's a bigger number, but it's really including a lot more, and it's really easy to just times that by two. That's your wedding budget. On the other hand, you might find a venue that just requires a site fee and allows you to bring all of your own outside food and beverage. In this case, you'll see a much smaller venue cost from a couple hundred dollars upward. If you're more on this end of the spectrum, you're going to want to reach out to a reputable rental company and get a quote for all the rentals you're going to need, as well as ballparking your food and beverage packages before timesing it by two and looking at that overall budget number. You know, different venues include different things and require different things. Um, So it's really important. What I always recommend is building a really comprehensive spreadsheet. Break down things by item and have those overall costs included. That way you're going to be able to compare apples to apples between some of these more all-inclusive venues with other offers you're getting from family for their backyard or venues that are just more bringing your own stuff on site. Another really helpful way to do this is to work backwards. I find a lot of couples know what they can spend and what they're interested in more so is seeing if that's a realistic budget for their area and for the type of wedding that they want. Let's say you know you want to spend a certain amount or you know that people in your life are offering to give you a certain amount, but you just want to see if an item that you're considering is within that budget. Let's say that you have an overall budget of $30,000. What I recommend is looking online for a pie chart that breaks down the average you should spend based on the item. There are actually a ton of these and I think they're super fun and helpful. Let's say you're considering a photographer who charges $10,000, but online you find a pie chart that recommends you don't spend more than 15% of your overall budget on photography. You know you should be targeting someone more around the $4,500 range because that's 15% of $30,000. Same with the venue. We've already talked about how the venue and the rentals and the catering needs to be less than 50% of your overall budget. But if it's over, it might be an unrealistic venue for your budget. One last word of warning is that pricier venues can sometimes equal pricier vendors. It's kind of like when you splurge to stay at a really nice hotel, but you don't want to pay all of the fees for parking or there's just like a super expensive chips and guacamole at the pool. That's sort of what happens at a pricier venue. They've got a a recommended vendor list that they are going to hope that you choose from. In some cases, they're going to require that you choose from that recommended vendor list because their reputation is on the line. They want to work with people they know are reputable and reliable, 
And so just a word of the wise, if you're really, you know, you've fallen in love with the venue and you've splurged for it, even though this math equation is showing you that it's going to be more money than you're hoping to spend, in order to not let things snowball, you might want to do your own research or try to find other creative ways to save money in the vendor department. I hope this was helpful. I know that money is a really tricky part of wedding planning. It can be so expensive and feel like such a big investment. Don't be afraid. Um, empower yourself with the numbers and you know make decisions based on actual findings, based on the quotes you're getting from actual vendors in your area. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time.